What is up, people? Welcome back. This is episode five of Safe Words. First and foremost, apologies. I know it's been a while since I've uploaded on here, but it's all going to be worth it. In today's episode, we are talking all about sexuality and sex with my two amazing guests, Georgie and Ollie. Here they are. Hi guys, my name's Ollie. I'm 25. I live in London. I'm a Scorpio and I am gay. Hello guys. <laughs> my name's Georgie. I'm an Aquarius. I don't know what that's got to do with this, <laughs> but I am a lesbian and I also live in London with Ollie. So guys, as mentioned, this episode is going to be about sex as well as sexuality. So it will contain some graphic content. If you're not a fan of that, switch off now. Did you always know that you were gay? I knew I was I knew I was interested in boys to, to this day and we had a conversation quite recently I've always 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 said that I think it's always going to be a spectrum right yeah. so yeah. I don't think I'm ever going to be completely on one side of the spectrum personally um so even to this day what I said the other day I was like I can probably still sleep with a girl and do you know what I'd probably like enjoy even though I classify myself as gay and I only want to be with men I wouldn't ever rule it well, out I think I think I think your background, it completely, it makes up the foundation of how comfortable you are in your own sexuality. Um, what I, I mean, I don't know if Phoebe, obviously, I'm guessing Phoebe knows already, but your mum wasn't necessarily like on the right page when you initially came out, right? And no. you had that little issue. Yeah. And with me, it was never that. Like I was brought up with very close family friends who were lesbian, gay. And um, my brother's best friend was transgender that it came out when I was like 14, 13. And it was, if I ever used the term, do you remember when we were all little and we all said like, oh, that's so gay. Yeah. Like as um like if I ever dared yeah, to I'm say that yeah in my house my dad would literally like he would grab me and he'd be like never use that word it's not wrong to be gay because my brother was gay at the time and I used to just do it to dig at him um, who knew you were <laughs> <laughs> but saying that Ollie does quite openly say that he could easily go and have sex with a girl yeah whereas for me hmm. I really couldn't and also I do think have like, sex with guys sorry not the girl obviously I could have sex with girl every day yeah. <laughs> I, 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 part of that is because based on what I said earlier I think how comfortable you are being brought up and having supportive like networks and families etc that makes you more comfortable with actually like challenging yourself and experimenting without any pressure at all and maybe the reason why I'm, I'm like a bit like when I initially came out I knew I was interested in guys since I was like 12 or 13 whenever anybody knows they're interested in one gender or another if they are um I just didn't know 100% if it was just guys so I still had girlfriends I still slept with girls but it was mostly when I actually got into a relationship with a girl like 16 17 that's when I kind of knew that like I couldn't develop an emotional connection as much as she was feeling me I couldn't feel that the same way I couldn't reciprocate it for her yeah um, so like you could be pleased sexually I could be pleased but yeah. emotionally you couldn't yeah I would be pleased like not to be like rude to her I couldn't be pleased like 100% I wasn't like super into it but I could do it but it was it was most of the emotional side like I just yeah. I just didn't feel like waking up in the morning and you know feeling like massively in love with her um, and that's what helped me distinguish it. Which yeah. that is interesting because my first like serious relationship was with a guy. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, sometimes I question anyone that I've ever been in love with because I do think sometimes like, was I in love? Me you know, too. and you constantly think like, what is love? Like, I'm just so constantly just questioning all these things. Um, so like in my head, yeah, he was my first love. Um, and like the only other male I have been in love with, but 
that obviously he was a male and he was like my first love and now I am in my head 100% gay mm-hmm. so it is interesting that you say that because yeah for me my first love was a male yeah and I also think that what you said like questioning your own love I feel like the fact that you're even questioning love like I think that is love in itself love is, ne- is never going to be something that you fully comprehend so, yeah. do you know what I mean does that make sense is that too yeah. ambiguous but how does it feel like because both because Georgie you don't feel comfortable going out and like holding hands with a girlfriend or kissing them in public really because you feel like people are looking at you right oh is that did you say that yeah like yeah it depends what situation I'm in like if I was with you guys I'd feel more confident Mm. but say if I was I can't even explain yeah in a restaurant so say if I was in a restaurant and my girlfriend leaned over to kiss me I would be like thinking everybody's looking at me and I'd feel like I was in a fishbowl um I didn't know that that was actually the case with you you no I thought that you'd be comfortable majority of places no I feel like that Ollie I feel that, yeah, I feel a lot more judged, yeah, a lot of places. Yeah, more often than not, for sure. I don't want to, like, cut you off at all. No, 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 I, yeah, totally. It's just people do look at you. Yeah. And maybe that's our own insecurities, I don't know. I think, personally as well, and I, you agree to disagree, both of you, if you want to, I think that with gay men in particular, there's just a lot more... There's a th- th- there's a lot more I think negative st- stigma. Yeah, negative stigma. I think lesbians are more sexualized. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's looked as a positive because it's you know mm-hmm. lesbian porn and men sexualize lesbians and mm-hmm. I think men it's mm-hmm. all fun and games when there's a lesbian in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying this for every man, of mm-hmm. all men, of course, but a lot of guys. I think what you're trying to say is you would feel judged if a group of lads walk past you. Mm-hmm. You would feel kind of put on a you know a line like quickly and everyone's looking at you and you'd feel embarrassed maybe yeah. sometimes in some certain situations whereas for me if I was kissing a girlfriend it'd be like Wah! yeah like, yeah but either way that attention is not not it's nice still stigma yeah. yeah it's just not nice yeah also I think I feel like I'm just throwing ideas out here but I also think that homophobia more often than not and probably if you do research on it it's, pro- it's probably the case it's usually stemmed from males so if there's a male, if there's a homophobic attack from a man, more often than not, to another man, it's just, it's it's going to precipitate violence yeah. more so than women. Yeah. No, I can completely see that. It's true because women are so sexualized. So it's always mm. just like, woo, like, can I join in kind of thing? And yeah. with men, it's almost like, especially when there's a group of men walking past that are homophobic, it can turn mm. nasty, like pretty quickly. Yeah. No, I, I had a homophobic incident, which I didn't even realise happened the other weekend. I was out with your friend, Ruth. Um, she was in London. And so we went we went out to a bar. I was absolutely obliterated, as I'm sure you'll know for you when you come here. Uh, <laughs> we went out and we were on a rooftop. I came out super, super drunk. And then we bumped into a group of guys. I didn't remember any of this. This is just what Ruth told me in the morning. Um and they were saying like, oh, go on then give us the 12 and all this stuff and kind of just like, you know, like playing with me. And at the, apparently at the time I was so drunk, I was like willing to do it. And Ruth was the one that was challenged. And then be like, why would he give you, a, well, like, why should he give you 12? Because he's gay and all of this stuff. And I think there's a lot of, because especially in a place like London where it is so liberal, and especially like the more central you go, it's like near Soho and all of this. A lot of guys don't want to be homophobic out loud because they know that they'll get caught out for it. But they do yeah. a lot of like pass- microaggressive, passive aggressive digs at you, like what happened to me then. Yeah. And almost play with the audience and see how everyone else takes yeah. it. And I think yeah. they do that a lot 
as well and it's quite discreetly as well I think I think because they just like they I don't know they sexualize it and they probably just like whisper to the lads oh fucking hell like look at those lads like she's fit yeah and it's like almost to the point where they're making these jokes amongst their friends that Mm. are seen as like jokes but really it is homophobia and it's like singling you out to to do things or to make comments that you don't even realize it's again on reflection you think about it and you're like hang on that's mm. not right remember i said to you i find it in new situations and new environments um you know as as it goes people are like oh have you got a boyfriend like that just tends to be the question and i've said i said to you like in previous jobs or previous situations you could be like with a neighbor or someone in a shop any situation i would just be like oh no not yet i'm not ready for one and i would never ever ever be like oh no I'm gay because I'd yeah. be thinking oh my god you can't you can't possibly tell them that <laughs> like and I had such internalized like negativity of yeah. saying that I was gay but just to congratulate myself <laughs> today three weeks into my new job actually the first day in the office um we got into conversation of relationships and I actually was like go on do it do it in my head oh. and I was like I'm actually gay and that was the first time like within a, a new environment with new people i've just said it's a special environment yeah no honestly but uh, I didn't know that. it's not something obviously i think about a lot but only in those times do i think of it and today i was like just do it stop being you know stop being a yeah it's such a, you- seems like such a small thing to other people but it's such a massive thing Huge. especially yeah. for the person like for you who's worries so much about people looking at you if you're with your girlfriend or like what your employees will think and like to be able to say that today must have been so like liberating yeah, yeah it was to be honest and it was almost how like, did they react well it was always like one of those pin drop moments where I was like hello is nobody gonna ask me all the usual questions it was like I'd built up such mm. you know such a thing that this was such a big thing that everyone was going to kind of be like oh my god no way because in the past it had been such a big thing to people that everyone had kind of questioned it yeah, and yeah. sent me like thousands of questions back just from my one little comment but I don't know if it, it was just because there were three guys and n- no one really knows each other so I don't know if they've gone home asking questions but they were literally just like oh really and then I was just like yeah and then I just kind of went back to my laptop <laughs> and I was like yay expecting <laughs> them to be like really so since when da, 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 da. and you're like okay, yeah. why aren't you asking me these things yeah that's the start of them forever well done that's really good that's so nice though Mm -hmm. and I think the difference between me and you all and I don't mind me saying this at all um like I don't stereotypically look like what people would say how dare you (laughs) 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 typically say someone looks like a lesbian like you know, yeah. it, it, that's always what I get from people. Well, you don't look gay. Yeah, yeah, it's all yeah. sorry. <laughs> sorry, I don't look and fit the type. Um, whereas Ollie, you know, is very flamboyant, very camp. He's just got that, you know. Like, you can't really unspot you, can you? Yeah, no. no um, I so agree. I suppose that's the difference when you go into a professional environment. It's kind of like, oh, there's the gay one. <laughs> Do you know what? And actually, on that topic, it's interesting because... I've noticed myself, and I actually had a George, our flatmate, gay flatmate. He challenged me. So, a lot of, in a gay community, Phoebe. I'm not sure if you're, if you know this. I don't mean to like patronise you anyway, but a lot of gay guys they go for like when you you know grinder, which is like yeah. the ten gay people, and you've got your tribes, right? And your tribes are who you're attracted to. <laughs> so you have, and a lot of people 
are like they're really like they're bigoted they're racist they're fattest they're all these like horrible things on the app and a lot of people they don't which they don't realize that they're doing which i didn't realize i was doing as well is internalized homophobia so i always say like oh he's like he's straight he's like he's like straight acting like he's fit like he's you know he's so handsome he's he's not femme and like when i used to say like he's not femme even though myself is femme um, it's like a paradox, isn't it? I I was being homophobic in in a way because I was I was kind of like discriminating femme gay guys when we're still part of the same community, right? Whilst because trying you... tries trying to uh, like idolize my your type my type in the community. Do, do, does that make sense? Yeah, no, completely. Yeah, that's um, interesting. So I, but yeah. do you have that, Georgie? Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's always like yeah, definitely because for me. I mean, I don't know. Again, I am so indecisive with absolutely everything in my life, aren't I? Like, yeah. <laughs> literally everything. So I think <laughs> I I don't even know my own type. Mm. Like I, all I know, I don't even know all, do I? I think mm. to me, personality is 100% mm. what I go for, definitely. Obviously helps if someone is beautiful too. Um, but... I think for me, like, I wouldn't typically go for, say, the masculine type of lesbian. Categorises dyke, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's, it is super discriminatory, yeah. but that's typically what's Yeah, well, typically categorised as the dykes or the butch, the say. Butch, butch, yeah. yeah. I have never, and you know, I'm not, say, attracted to those people, but how do you say that without coming across like an absolute well, this, this is the thing it's like it's like a, it's like a great it's area yeah it's great i personally don't think that it is being like a dickhead just describing what your type is right because mm. i mean unless we all everybody in the world is a prick because everybody talks about what their type is right so, so when straight people ask someone what's your type someone will ask me what's your type and i'll be like oh well like dark hair this that blah 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 and then i'm not being a dickhead you know so yeah. for you guys to it have hurts. something you're attracted to shouldn't be seen as a, ba- a bad thing yeah. I think you're right I think it's about I think the only solution exactly what you said is accepting the fact that you do have a type and being able to vocalize that but also just being aware of how you say it yeah so like in, just to reiterate it was I was being it was internalized homophobia because I was in a way discriminating people for being femme whilst yeah. trying to I'm attracted to masculine men. So all I had to say was like, a tra- I'm attracted to more like masculine acting. Yeah, men, rather than what you're not. Rather than saying, yeah. Yeah. So just yeah. for the record, I'm attracted yeah. to femme blondes. <laughs> <laughs> and when you guys go out, you guys tend to choose like Soho area because you feel more comfortable, right? That's what you said last time, Georgie. 100%. 100%. Like, 100%. we wouldn't go out anywhere else, really, would no, we? No. And we went to Peckham. <laughs> That's another thing, like, I think coming from Birmingham, where all my, um, big up the broom is, <laughs> where all my friends are straight in Birmingham, bar like a few girlfriends that have kind of come out the woodwork as we've left school and stuff. So they weren't so much my close friends before leaving school. Um, but we've be kind of come closer since because we're gay, um, which is kind of nice because it's almost like, yeah, you're gay too. And you feel like you're just connected straight away. Um, and you can kind of relate with each other, you know, so it's just nice to have those people to go back to. But in Birmingham, say, I've never gone to like the gay area there, the gay clubs or anything like that, the gay village with my friends. Really? All, never, because all my friends 
going to well not like the straight bars but they are aren't they yeah, really because yeah, yeah. 90 mm. people in those bars are straight so yeah. for me you know when I'm going out with the girls um, and my lad friends back at home it's like oh we're gonna go here and it's like oh like I'm not gonna go and pull there yeah yeah that must be I, so annoying like like I know 99% of the time I'm not gonna well 100% of the time yeah. I'm not gonna meet anyone Whereas if I'm going to Soho with Ollie, I'm so excited because possibilities are endless. Yeah. <laughs> you never know where we're going to be. It's <laughs> so, so much more exciting because yeah. you just know there's possibility there. And you I also completely, completely know you can, like, you can open a conversation with someone and majority, not everyone in Soho is gay, of course not, but a lot of people there are either expected to be put on by the same sex yeah. or they're very open to that and they're not going to be like, oh, what are you doing, you strange lesbian? Yeah. Like, it's just... yeah. yeah. It's, Either way. It's their safe space. It's like, it's a safe space. Mm-hmm. And like, like, obviously, I think myself, I still think like the UK and the Netherlands still has like a long way to go in terms of being fully accepting of gay yeah. and like, well, LGBT in general. But how do you feel about the fact that being gay is illegal still in so many countries? Well, it's, it's mad because, I mean, that story recently. Conversion therapy. I could not believe on the Queen's speech today. Yeah. So I did not know, I said this to George, that conversion therapy was actually still legal mm. in England. Yeah. And there was still, there's still organisations that are open for conversion therapy for gay people. And that 21-year-old that just got beheaded by oh. his brother-in-law in Iran. Yeah. I mean, for being gay. So, it's, I mean, it's still... it's such a long way to go still. And we are I mean, so that blessed. must hit home, though for you guys especially I mean I'm half of my family is gay as well so it's horrendous for me to think about as well but for you guys who live it every day mm-hmm. to hear these kind of stories like how does that feel like when you want to say like hey you want to travel you want to go to um mm-hmm. Dubai or you know somewhere where you know really it's illegal what how does that make you feel like what do you think about that I think it's I think I definitely think about it yeah crazy I, I was very surprised when you told me how difficult it's been for you yeah I mean it's like my little brother still I've never like he's nearly 14 and I'm 26 and we have the closest relationship in the world to the point where it's probably borderline strange and I stay in his bed and have sleepovers with him. I don't think it's strange I, just, I don't I, think it's strange either I think it's really sweet no like I absolutely adore him and like every time I go home like I went home last weekend and like I'll knock on his door at 10 o'clock and I'm like should we watch a film together and he's like yes so I I always like I am so so incredibly close to him and I talk to him about everything but my sexuality I've never sat down and had a conversation with him about and it is it's one of those like unspoken but known things Mm. like it's only been spoken about in my family well to him this year and I've been out for seven years Mm. like that is for me that's quite a hard thing to swallow because I'm like how did that come out that just proves how not openly it's spoken about in my house like no one would talk about me having a uh you know a same-sex relationship in front of my little brother it's like a taboo subject taboo yeah that is Mm. that is the word I'm looking for completely taboo Mm -hmm. it's kind of like um like I went for dinner with my family last week and my stepdad was like uh mentioned one of my exes and said so do you still speak to her? Are you friendly still? And it's like, oh, I know what you're getting at. You're getting at, is there still a ro- you know, a romantic relationship there? Mm. And it's almost like, I answer it and I'm like, no, not really. And then it's like, everyone kind of looks at my little brother and it is like a taboo subject still, definitely mm. in my family, still in seven years. And maybe I take a lot of 
that on myself maybe they I think so I think I would yeah yeah but then I do feel like so I told my mom I was going on a date with this girl on the phone yesterday and it's almost like I play games with myself because I want her to be like so tell me about this girl because like I want that acceptance from her so badly so I said to her um I'm going on a date with a girl and it's almost like I'm I don't know like playing games myself in a weird way it's kind of like you're trying to like push the boundaries because you're kind of like you're sick of it so you just want to just get it out yeah it's like on a reaction that's finally the one that you want yeah, yeah, that's it. So I'm that's like pinching that, yeah. and pinching and pinching until she goes, get off me. Um, <laughs> so I'm going on a date and she was like, oh, okay then. And like, I think I've always had this bad thing in my head that my mum never, ever, ever elaborates a conversation about a girl. Like, unless I really, really push it. Whereas with a guy, I'm pretty certain and I would put everything on it that if I said I'm going on a date with a guy, maybe not so now um, over the last 12 months, but I think a lot of the time over the last seven years, she would be like, oh my God, amazing. Mm. And she'd want to know what's his hair colour, what's his job, what were his parents? Mm. You know, she does so much, whereas she doesn't ask one question about a girl. And that is so frustrating. So sex. Yeah. Ollie, we'll let let you start. I'm not even going to ask anything. I'm just going to let you start. (laughs) I mean, do you know what? I am, honestly, I think everybody knows this, but I'm very, very, very sexual person. Like, our oh, housemate actually said the other day to Ollie, "Why do you, why do you always talk about sex? Do you think there's something that's happened in your life mm. that's made you like this?" And it was quite a moment where everyone just kind of stared at each other. Yeah, but yeah, you it's do. Not, that's how much not, you talk about sex. Yeah, I talk about sex a lot, and that's not even just for like this podcast or whatever. But I honestly think it's because I find it the psychology of sex is so fascinating like what it can do to you how it can make you fall for somebody like the power of it that it has on your mind is just incredible but also it's just such a funny subject to talk about because so much stuff happens during sex nobody really like knows like what's going on like all the time during sex it's just such a freeing moment and as you get older I think you get so much more well I have so much more confident about talking about it and about, about actual like people judging as well what I like like yeah you know Coming back to when I was like 21, if someone said, oh, would you do that? I'd be like, no. Yeah. And now I'm I'm not ashamed to admit anything I do in sex. Like, I would happily talk about that. And I suppose that's down to your personality and how you are. But Yeah, I think I just, that's definitely also with age, though, isn't it? Because I think yeah. like the older you get also, like the less you care about what people think. So it's just like, yeah. Are the things that you're in, like, what? So for as a gay man, mm. what does sex mean to you? I was literally just about to say this. So I feel like it's a lot, the gay, just to put it simply, the gay community is known for being very promiscuous, right? Mm-hmm. It's just, if people say that's because there's lots of like testosterone. So just naturally, just there's a lot more like sexual activity. And and stereotypically, they say lesbians, it's more of like emotions involved. But yeah. I, I always joke with like my, my friends and I say, for fuck's sake, why can't I be a lesbian? Because I like... Lesbians are known to like fall in love, move in. Yes. Like create their wedding plan mood board within like four weeks. That's just what it's like. <laughs> yeah. And gay guys, it's like, fucking let's just shag and never speak again. Right? Yeah. So sometimes... Like, I want to be a lesbian. I don't really want to be a fucking gay man. <laughs> yeah, I think I do, actually. Let's go. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like, yeah, sex is a very, very prominent thing, being a gay guy. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's very adventurous. I mean, there's lots of, like, threesomes, foursomes. There's hardly any boundaries. Have, like, you had, no- have you had a threesome, Ollie? Darling, I've if you had don't mind, If you don't mind sharing. Don't mind sharing? I'd fucking have a 20-some if I could. I've had a threesome... <laughs> 
Yeah. No, I loved it. Do, do you know what? I, I, I've always said I love threesomes and I love horses. I've only had one horse and I've had multiple threesomes, but I would never, ever do it in a, in a relationship myself. I love being the single person in it because you don't have to worry about like, oh, is my boyfriend paying much more attention to me? Um, but yeah, as a single person, it's just great. I and mean, you've got two cocks and it's great. It's great. Yeah, so the more the merrier, really. More the merrier. I don't think, I mean, for me, I think it depends on how confident you, not necessarily confidence, but like I personally can't just sleep with anyone, like being with girls anyway, I have to have like an emotional connection with them. Um, Would you be open to threesomes and foursomes? I don't know. And if not in a relationship. In a really strange way, probably... I can only go from past experiences with an ex, like say with an ex-girlfriend for example if I just put myself in that scenario someone that I'm so comfortable having sex with like I have to be at that point to be very comfortable with them to enjoy sex because I think that's how you enjoy your sex life for me it gets better the more you get comfortable with somebody that's from my experience mm. so I think the only way I would ever have a threesome would be with that person which for some people is obscene because they that's could, obscene for me yeah like you can't imagine that I can never imagine going into a situation and having a threesome with two people I don't know. Mm. Like that to me is just like, oh, my worst nightmare. Yeah, that's like yeah. two two situations. Sex can be both, can't it? Because I'm like you in the sense that like I need to have a connection with someone to be able to fully relax and enjoy sex. Yeah, yeah. I feel I, I feel like it's so multifaceted sex. And not to sound fucking like a professor here, but. <laughs> Like there's so many like different perceptions of how you can view sex, and like I think I've, I I I've normalized sex so much, which is like what my flatmates said. Like, why do you talk about sex so much? That for me, I can I can have sex in many different ways. So like exactly like what you guys say. Like if I'm in a relationship, I want to have that massive connection and feel yeah, which really is passionate. only my main experience. I think that's why that's all I yeah. No, well yeah, well fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> But I, if I could, like, click my fingers this weekend and go to a sex party and go absolutely wild, like, I definitely would. Because yeah. why wouldn't you, like... Would you? Yeah, oh, my God, having sex. Like, you know when you just have the best sex and you're just like, oh, my God, like, that in that moment, it's the best thing in the world. So why wouldn't you want to go and do that? Mm. But I physically can't. Like, it's it's, yeah. it's really hard to explain. Yeah, no, like, no, it's, it's a total um, mental block. It is like my friend said to me the other day, she was like, you just need to go out and just go and sit with a few girls and go wild. And and I was like, no, I know, I know I do. But like, I just, it's just not going to happen. But I, think it a, is. I think it's a blessing in disguise though, to be honest. I think it's, it's just who you are. It's yeah. just, you're somebody that just values sex as a very meaningful and personal thing to you. And you would rather share that experience with somebody that you have a connection with. Yeah. Just to put it in a Yeah. Would you agree? I don't, I'm not. Yeah, I, no problem. Yeah. Do you reckon? Yeah. How often would you say that you have sex, Ollie? Do you go on, do you use Grinder for that? Do you know what? I've, I have an orgasm every day. And if I could, I would have sex every day. But at the, if COVID wasn't a thing, um, I was having sex once a week. He actually had the best orgasm he's had in five years. He told me two days ago. I was going to bring that up, but I didn't know if that was a bit too free. He came downstairs very hot and flustered and told me. So, so it's, it's a nice, curvy, black, silicone prostate stimulator. You put it in just with a bit of blue. By the way, um, if any gay guy is listening, definitely um, do not buy your gross cherry lube. Buy your water oil-based lube. It's just a lot better. Take <laughs> <Big> note. <laughs> 
you I put it in, you click the button, it starts vibrating, so it feels tingly down there. Um, and then you just start wanking it. Honestly, I've never, I, I mean, I came, I passed my head, so. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah, truthfully, and that's never happened to me before in my life. Um, but you know what? What I wish that I had that you girls have, when you guys get aroused in public, you don't have to fucking deal with a raging boner. That is so true. Uh, yeah. I get bonus 24 7. I, I will be on the tube next that. to somebody begging for five pound notes and I'll have a bonus. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but I think for girls, you still do get wet and uncomfortable, but yeah. it's very rare you'd be that wet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask this? This is a bit, I mean, this is a bit crude, but when, like, for example, when guys get an orgasm and, like, if they've got it through, like, oral sex, mm. guys are like, oh, no, 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 stop. Like, I can't, it's too sensitive, whatever. With girls, but I, I, I don't know what it's like. But when you guys have an orgasm, can you carry on the penetration? Whether you're whether it's lesbian or using like a strap on oh, fingers or whatever. I don't have penetrated in years, so I'll leave that with Phoebe. I've <laughs> never, I've never come before a man, so I could ne- not answer that question. No, really, that. really. Is that because you have like masturbated so much that you've made your clip? No. <laughs> No, because my friend, she, she's she gone so hard on the clip that, like, it's numb now. So now she has to get, like, really strong really? vibrators. Yeah. It's a lot to do with your mind, I think, totally. If your mind's not in it, you can't. Yeah, bad. Can I ask this then? Do you guys think, do you, do you think, I mean, this isn't such a bad question, to be fair, but do you think that when somebody gets out porn during sex or gets out sex toys during sex, I know they're very different things, do you get offended by that? Because I was with a guy, for example, no, that wanted all. to put porn on during sex. And I was like, Hang not on. at all. I said that I like that. See, I was so offended. I, was so like, I, I don't like porn. I do not like porn. I saw that on an yeah. influencer's thing today. Um, some girl put up saying uh, she finds it offensive. I personally don't. I think it's exciting because it's almost like you're having a race with not a race, but it's like you think you're good. What's this? <laughs> like you're going against like the porn. No, see, yeah. I never watch porn either. So like I never I could never connect with it. But that's- sex toys, I definitely think people shouldn't get offended with that because I know that's the only way I can sometimes, you know. So do you think that I know that you said earlier that it's because you prefer to have sex with somebody that you're emotionally invested in? Is it's it's maybe that you just haven't had the right connection with somebody emotionally? Maybe actually. I'm always kind of feeling like I am the actress, like I'm putting on the show for them kind of thing, you know? So gay guys, and I love gay guys. I felt like that, I hate to say that, but every time I slept with guys, that's what I felt. I said, I remember saying to my girls, like, you're all fucking false, a lot of you, and they're like, what do you mean? I was like, sex is shit, and they're like, no, it's not. And I was like... (laughs) Yes, I was like, I don't know what everyone's. I thought everyone was just false and everyone pretended. Oh, sex is great because mm-hmm. I used to literally have sex and be like, ah, <laughs> like, when is this gonna end? Come on, can you come? And then I'd literally make them come, and then I'd be like, oh, I've, got, I've come, thanks. And then I'd, I'd literally pretend and then like fall asleep and literally, I thought that was sex, and I'd be dreading it. Like mm. when I was on my period, I was, oh my god, I've got period pain. Like, <laughs> Thank so happy for it. Um, and then until I started like experimenting with girls and now I'm just like, it's just another world. So I had to put that out there, but that is a thought. <laughs> I also completely relate to what Georgie just said and to what you said, because gay guys, and I don't know if I'll get a lot of flack for this, but a lot of the time, anal, hate to say it, it is just fucking painful. And especially if you're having one night stands like I am with a guy with a 10 inch penis, <laughs> at the end of the day, it just, it, like, truthfully, it's, it's really graphic, but it just, 
feels like you just need to poo sometimes <laughs> and, but you're so into it like because the guy is gorgeous and he's giving so much he's getting so much pleasure from it <laughs> so you just go along with it but like exactly like what you said it's kind of like okay when's it gonna be over like as soon as he comes like especially if you're a people pleaser yeah like i'm a people pleaser so in the moment totally. i'm just like oh i just want you to like think i'm good and i just want you to like <laughs> go and good trip advisor views. what a great night <laughs> yeah there are lots of like faking oh, that was just golden. <laughs> yeah, do it. I've quite enjoyed this. Um, I know you've inspired me to do podcast TV because my brother did it oh, for a please. bit and then he just never finished it. But it's so fun. I'd actually love to do it. Well, guys, that wraps up today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Let me know your thoughts. You know what to do. Give me a follow on Instagram at Safe Words Podcast. I'll keep you guys updated on the following episodes. And give me a subscribe or a follow. I will see you guys soon. Bye, guys.